Nope. When I was around seven years old, my two older brothers and I were home alone around 10 p.m. after my grandparents had left for the night. My parents were on vacation in Cuba and weren't supposed to be home for another week. About 20 minutes after my grandparents left, my oldest brother, who was 11 at the time, noticed a dark figure standing outside walking towards the house from the shop in our backyard. We lived in the country in the middle of nowhere and the property was about two acres long. The shop behind our house was probably 75 meters away. He was kind of dumb, so he didn't lock the door. He asked if anyone else could see the man who was now walking towards the house. We could all see it. It looked like a regular person, but we couldn't see their face because of the darkness. So my oldest brother grabbed mine and my other brother's arm, and we bolted up the stairs into his bedroom closet and closed the door. We were all crying because we thought we were going to die. He had already called 911, but when they picked up, they told us they didn't have any available cars at the moment and that they wouldn't be able to come. At the time, there were a lot of prank calls going in and they probably thought we were one of them. By now, my brother went to look at the window in his room to see if the man was still there but he couldn't see him. We all thought he had left, but as soon as we calmed down a little bit, we heard the back door open. We were so scared. We were about ready to scream, and we were crying too hard. We could all hear the figure walking up the stairs. It got closer and closer to us, like it knew exactly where we were, because somehow it did. The walking got slower and slower. Each step got louder and louder. We knew it was close. The 911 operator was still on the phone and probably knew something was up at this point, but she still said they couldn't send anyone over. The operator was talking, asking if everything was okay, but the sound of that thing getting closer and closer took the ability to even cry outbound away. We were all holding our breath, trying our best not to make a sound. I think we all knew we were going to die. As the stepping got so close that it was right outside the door, it stopped. We were all calm for about 10 seconds until the bedroom door slammed open. We were all sitting in the closet with our eyes shut, but curiosity got the best of me. I looked through the lines in the closet. The footsteps were getting closer, but I couldn't see anything. It sounded like the walking was right in front of the closet door. But when I looked, 
literally nothing looked different. I decided to just close my eyes again, thinking maybe it would go away. We all stayed there with our eyes shut for about an hour. During that hour, we couldn't hear any more footsteps. It's almost like the thing just vanished. Once we knew we couldn't hear anyone in our house anymore, my oldest brother slowly opened the closet door. There was nobody there. But there was one thing. Dirty footsteps. The footsteps were extremely wide, almost as wide as they were long. But there were not any shoe prints. It was odd because the footsteps led directly to the front of the closet, only in one direction, and then just suddenly disappeared. We followed them to where they began, but it didn't lead us to the back door. Instead, it led us to a closed door in our basement. To this day, we still don't know where those footsteps came from. Considering the footsteps came from our storage room, there is no way to get in or out of that room without opening an extremely loud door unless you're small enough to climb into the air vent. My brothers and I never went into that room again. We'd always make our parents get whatever we needed, because as soon as we got near that door, we were suddenly hit with horrible stomach pains and migraines. It only happens to my brothers and I, never to my parents. My brothers and I have not spoken about this since the day it happened. If I ever bring it up, they act like it never did happen, but they do so with a face filled with fear. After all these years, I'm still trying to make sense of everything. So if anything similar has ever happened to you, please let me know. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Nope Too Creepy Podcast. If you want to learn more about the author of this story, just check the show notes and you'll find all the necessary links. If I haven't earned it already, I hope this is the week you choose to follow or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Until next time, everybody, this is Dan David, reminding you all to stay safe out there. I'll be seeing you in the next episode. Nope.